Tanya for Yud Dalet Eivis is the beginning of chapter Chav Dalet, chapter 24. Now, Tereb now moves on to the other extreme and explains how when one does an Aveira, even an Aveira, which is an Isr de Rabbonon, one is giving themselves over, their inner being over to the Klippa, and therefore they're creating a Pirut, a separation from the unity of God. And just like on the other extreme, when one does a mitzvah and one is involved in doing the Ratzon Ha'elyin, the will of God, the body as well as the, the Levushim and the body are completely um, unified, the different levels of unification we spoke about, but is completely unified to Ketusha and therefore is bottled to the Ketusha. Likewise, on the other extreme, Zelu Mazer, when one is involved in not doing what the Ratzon Ha'elyin is, doing the opposite of what God wants, so then, not only is the action itself that the person doing, identifying with something which is klipa, and therefore a sense of kfira and denial of God's unity, and as we explained, the concealment of godliness, etc., but it also bakes the person's levushi hanefesh, his machshavat ibra also now completely be unified with the sitrach and the klipa, and they become bottle and, uh, to the klipa, and they're even worse than the Klippa that Alta points out, because the Klippa itself identifies its source and recognizes that its whole existence comes from the Eibishter, comes from the Eir that's Maslabish within them. And therefore, they really can't do anything against the will of God. And, 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 and even though we do find, as the Rebbe points out, Goyim doing things which are not the way the Ebishter wants of them, let's say they don't follow the, the Sheva Mitzvah Sudei Noyach. So the Rebbe says that's because, like Yidin, there's, there's a possibility for them also to have a Ruach Shtus or whatever that invades their, their objective mind. But generally speaking, we find, as the Torah says, by Bilam, the Alter Rebbe will say that, like, I can't go against God's will. That means the Klippa itself identifies that its, its, its source comes from its existence comes from God. So even though their klipa, their sitra achra, they identify as being opposite of the Ebishter. They identify themselves as having their own existence, the korola, the kola de lakaya. In other words, they consider themselves as being separate, an avidizara, a separate entity. But even being a separate entity, they still recognize that their existence is completely dependent on Hashem. And in that regard, they have a certain awareness of the Ebishter and don't deny God being the full, the full ownership of having the full ownership and control of this world, of the world in general. So they're not meredes. They don't they don't rebel against God in that sense. They're fulfilling their purpose. They're fulfilling their function. This is what God wants from them. This is how God plan, uh, planned their, for their existence, etc. However, when a Jew goes against the Ratzon Hashem, the God has decided wants for him to be connected, and he's going against and doing things which deny God. So that he's even worse, he's even lower, because he's now putting himself in a position where not only is he connecting to the Klippans and to Akhra, but he's lost the sense of any unity with God. He's lost the sense of God being the one who's really in control. And in that sense, he therefore creates the ultimate disconnection. So this, this beginning, at least, of chapter 24 is going to be the main point that al Tareb is going to discuss in this chapter in more in depth about the arguments that one has, perhaps, when they're serving Avodah Zarah and uh, 
the possibilities of of, of Avedazor here means even doing something which is not Kedusha. Just Avedazor means serving their self, serving their own feelings or whatever. But Al-Tabah then is going to use this idea to explain why every Jew, as we explained in the beginning of chapter 18, every Jew has the ability to tap into the world of their Chachma, the world of their Ava Mesoteres, because when they recognize that when they do mitzvahs, they're connected to God, and when they don't do mitzvahs, they're disconnecting from God, and it's as great as worshipping Avedazara literally, this is this action of doing a small Avedah is like a worshipping Avedazara. So just like when a person, a Yid, is willing to give up his life, and the Avam status kicks in when it comes to a matter of faith with Varamuna, so this should also be the same recognition by the person. And the different arguments a person may make about where he thinks there may be a difference between Avedazara Mamish and these things, al will explain in the continuation of the chapter why that's not the case. Why there is no Aveda that, even though in certain regards Aveda Zara Mamish is taka worse, but not in the essence of what it's doing. In the sense of what it's doing, all Avedas are Aveda Zara. And therefore, if a person is willing to give up his life for Aveda Zara Mamish, so then Aveda Zara, which or things which are Aveda Zara in essence, would be the same thing. So that's what Al-Tarebbe first begins by explaining that not obeying God or disobeying God, disconnecting from God, is Aveda Zara. Says Al similar as he started chapter six, that we have now the counter force, the counter op- the opposite force, and that is Shasa Mitzvah Just like we said, Anoichi includes all the two hundred and forty Mitzvah and Loyilcha includes all the six, all the three sixty five Loyisaseis. So Al Tarebbe says that the six thirty five Mitzvah Loyisaseis, the Oiraisa, which are forbidden on a terror level, or B'chol Yisuri Derabanan, likewise even the Yisuri Derabanan. Since they are against God's will, meaning these things are against God's will. God said, don't turn on a light on Shabbos. So that doing that will be against God's will. Not only they're against His will, they're the complete opposite of God's will, meaning they're the antithesis of His will. His will is that the light shouldn't be on. So at that in that aspect, they're completely separated from God's unity in the ultimate state of unity. But just like Sitra and Achra, I mean, just like Sitra Achra, we explain Sitra Achra is anything which is dis- feels disconnected from God, from God's unity. Klipa is that concealment of things which makes it feel like it's disconnected from, from God and disconnected from God's unity. So, likewise, even the Loisa says, any Aveda that a person that God says you shouldn't do is also considered like on that that end on that extreme where it's betach sapiro then because it's disconnected from God's unity, and they're also called hanikra All of these things, the achra klipa, and 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 any loisa say is considered avaydezara. And as we explained earlier in in, in chapter twenty-two, what because what are you causing? You're causing a greater concealment of God's will in this world. In other words, not only you're not revealing God's will, but you're concealing God's will. And the concealment of God's will is creating a further klipa, a further sense of self, a further sense of sitra achra, and a greater sense of pita, the separation from God. So by doing avedis and creating a greater hester, a greater concealment, you're the same. You're just the same as as facilitating and enabling the sitrach and the klipa to exist, which is in itself avaydazar, as we spoke about in earlier chapters. And therefore, all the mitzvahs say basically are the same as doing avaydazar. 
And not only does it impact a person on an external level, but also the Gimel of Ushi HaNefesh, the three garments of the soul, which should be a soul that a Jew possesses, that generally come from Klippas Noiga, meaning every Jew has the ability to to think and to speak and to act, either in good ways or not good ways. That's why it's been Klippas Noiga, because they're, so to speak, neutral, so they can be utilized for good or bad. So that is now being utilized to fulfill the Aveda, the, the, the going against God's will by doing one of the six thirteen six three sixty-five says of even now the very essence of the Solhamulbashbulavusha that now being revealed and exp- expressed itself through the Levushim. Kulam, all of these things are are completely now caught up and, and unified with the other extreme, with the Klippa, with the Sitra Achra, Hanikra, Vaidazara, as we said, it's called Avaidazara. Not only that, they're bottled to it, they're secondary to it, and they're even worse and lower than the Avaidazara itself, than the Klippa itself. To an extreme way. Why? Because when the sitrachra and the klipa doesn't have its own independence, it's not doesn't come doesn't express itself in a physical course way. It knows its 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 It knows its master. It knows of the Abish, and it doesn't have any intentions to go against God's will. To do anything against God's will, to to, to, to send out its agents without God's command. As Bilam himself said, Bilam is here the archetype of Abu Zara, of standing against God. Even Bilam says, I can't go against God's, God's will. Even though we said before that Sitra Klip is Abu Zara, they still recognize, as we said, they still recognize God as being the ultimate power. And therefore they can't go against God's will whatsoever. Again, we pointed out that the Rebbe mentions over here that even though we find going going against God's will, so then they also have a Ruach Shtus, and even those that deny God, so the Alter Rebbe, the Tzemach Tzedek explains, that's because of the, the, the factors of where their, the Hashpa comes from. It doesn't come in a regular Ilo all or whatever it is, but the point is, generally speaking, the Etzim of the Goy and the Etzim of, of the Klip and the can't doesn't want to go against God's will. Because they recognize that their source and their, their force of life comes from comes from the, maybe a background channel, the backhand channel of God's will, but they recognize that that's their source. So what's the problem? You can ask if they recognize that this is their source and they understand that this is their source, how could they ever rebel against God? How could they sense them, or not rebel against God, we said they don't rebel against God. How could they sense to be different than God? How could they stand in a, in a, in, in a state of self-existence, which is kfir, as we said, which is denying God's unity, which is avay dezara? So the Al-Tarebbe answers that, as we already said, because they, this energy that filters into them is in a state of concealment within them, in a state of galus, to give them a sense of existence, uh, to give them thinking that they're their own power. And that is itself kfira. So in other words, it's not, the kfira is not because they don't think there's God is running the show. They just sense that since God gave them power, they have now their own independent existence. Like we know that those who worship the sun believe that God is the ultimate power, but he, they believe that the sun has its independent power and that the sun exists independent of God. And it's not only God. And likewise, these 
klipa and zedachra think that it has own, its only existence. It'll never go against God's will, though, because it recognizes that God is the one who's fully in control. But the very sense, that the, the very aspect that they sense their own existence and feel that they exist independent of God—that's the kfira. They don't completely deny God, that there is no God. So therefore they recognize the truth and they'll never go against God's will because they know the truth. They, they, they don't want to be disconnected from that, their source of their life, of their energy. A person who goes against God's will is even worse and lower to an extreme than the Sitrach and Klipa. He's in the ultimate state of separation from God's unity, more than the Klipa itself. So he's buying into the Klipa, he's utilizing and channeling itself, itself, himself through Klipa, and he's even worse than Klipa. As if he's denying the unity of God even more than the clip itself. That the evil that's in this physical world, in this coarse physical world, is like the dregs of the klipas, of the coarse klipas. In other words, it's, it's the worst of the worst. It's like a bottle of wine and you have the dregs on the bottom that's the worst part of the wine. Here also, the worst of the klipas is dafka here in this physical world. And therefore it feels itself completely separate from God. And, and attaching ourselves to that means we're fully feeling disconnected. Therefore, everything in this world, the actions in this world, are very harsh, very, very evil. But and the Rishayim are running rampant, are more stronger in this world because in this world you're dealing with the Shmari Aklipas Hagasas. So at the end of the day, when we're attaching ourselves to this Klipa, we're actually in a greater sense, we're in a much deeper sense, worse than the Klipa itself. Because we have the ability not only to know that God exists, but to fully recognize the God spirit that's in us we could we could actually attach ourselves to god and know that and we could be bottled to god but when we choose not to be bottled to god and we think that not only we exist on an independent level but we could do against god's will that's the ultimate sense of disconnect of being in a state of of bit of of non-bittle to the abishu but being bittle to the klipa and with this understanding that even avedis and even avedis of the rabbanon are just like klipa and they may even be worse in that sense so now the Alter Rebbe will move on in tomorrow's Tani to explain, and therefore we can and will uh, and will help help us understand why it is that we could really get over every Aveda and not have the challenge to uh, why we could won't necessarily have to struggle to, when it comes to a test to do a Dovera Osir, because we recognize what we're really doing is basically being bottled to the Klippas and which is Aveda Zara.